Knowing where your food comes from can change your life. Alice Waters. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Earth Body, the podcast where spirituality, wellness, and environmentalism meet because they are all so deeply connected. I am coming to you live from Knoxville, Tennessee at CAC Beardsley Community Farm and am ecstatic to share an interview with someone who is a dear friend and colleague who was my mentor and supervisor for a while and who is just an incredible inspiration. So I am very pleased Aww. to introduce Khan Chove, Director of Urban Agriculture at CAC, and she'll explain what that is, but I'm so grateful to have this time with you. Thanks for having me, Maya. <laughs> I'm so lucky to have seen you twice this year and that you have come back to Knoxville. So it really means a lot that, you know, we've had an impact on your life and that you continue to visit to see how we've changed. I can't stay away. (laughs) (laughs) I literally had dreams about this place and like how it's changing and all these things. Like, Oh, I miss it so much. So it's so good to be here, especially in the springtime when everything is like coming alive again. This is definitely the busy time of the year. Uh, with planting, with events, and, you know, the kids are excited to come to the farm, so we've got all these field trips lined up, and we've, like, we're doing new things. I feel like every year we're, like, let's do it, you know, we, and I can talk about, you know, how it's changed over time. Absolutely. So to give you all a little background, um, Conchove is the director of urban agriculture, but before that, she was the farm manager at CAC Beardsley Community Farm, and this farm is... An incredible place. It is where I spent 11 months after college learning about urban agriculture, about community relations, about how to grow food in this bioregion, and just so many amazing life lessons. And their mission and their goal is to grow thousands of pounds of produce, which they do every year, and donate directly to hunger relief organizations. So they don't sell at farmers markets. All of the produce, all of this fresh local organic produce goes to local hunger relief organizations for people that do not have access to this food. So it's such an incredible labor of love and so many lives are touched yearly. So thank you for doing the work you do. (laughs) Well, as you said, though, we get a lot of help. Um, the, The farm is dependent on community support. So we receive about 2,000 volunteers a year um, that helps us do everything from watering to planting to lots and lots of weeding. Lots and lots of weeding. (laughs) To mowing to, you know, anything that it takes. um, And it takes a lot of energy and... Takes a village. um, Yeah. And, you know, we don't turn anyone away who wants to help. Uh, And no day is the same here at the farm. That Um, is the truth. Yeah, I but mean, in the best way. Right, you know, you know, some things are the same, and then you, you learn and like, okay, I know how to do that. I'll just do that, and then a little bit along the way, like, oh, okay, let me learn this new skill. You know, whether it's like thinning carrots or mm-hmm. um, or propagating um, rosemary or turning compost. You know, it's it's really varied, and sometimes it's building structures. Yeah. So, um, And really, we couldn't do it without volunteers, but we receive help in a lot of different ways. And Mm -hmm. I think something that you've been really good at reminding me is that um, it's okay to ask for help. You Mm. know, so we ask for a lot of help, and people do not mind helping. People like to be asked. They Um, really do. Yeah. But people don't ask enough, so people don't realize how much people love helping. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we, you know, our partnerships... um, 
range from so many things to from like chefs cooking farm to table suppers because we need to sustain the work mm-hmm. um, with money. All this takes money, or um, you know there may be like a partnership with the Mechanicsville cookout that we just did. Um, Adrian, one of the Miracle members, has been really awesome at um, fostering like connections in the community to bring a fun day of just relaxing and eating food and getting community gar- new community gardeners to plant so important together. Um, and then this upcoming weekend, we have Grow Teach Knox, which is... Um, I was just hearing about that. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm so excited for it. This is something that Matthew has... Um, my, our other miracle member, we've got three, four miracle members. So when I was there, it was only two. <laughs> now we got four. Yeah, but, but Matthew has um, worked with other food policy council members to bring this wonderful idea together. And we're providing resources in a different way. So we're giving teachers the tools to um, improve their education programs, to implement nature-based gardening, uh, garden education, you know, nature art, wildlife habitats. So we're, our, our session is a year-round gardening. That's so um, incredible. So it's like, you know, I can't, we can't possibly teach every single child, but there's lots of teachers and that's what they do. So we're partnering with them so that, you know, it's, it's just a ripple effect. I, I say that a lot at the farm, but it's just, we put, we're helping to provide more resources. Yeah. So. Can you say a little bit more to that? I know that I witnessed this so many times, but you having been here for so long and how mm-hmm. it's transformed and progressed have really seen how it can change one life and how that one life can spread, you know, how people right. bring people back here or, you know, the volunteer groups that come over and over again. Yeah. So um, there are so many stories and there's probably a lot of stories that I don't know about <laughs> too, you know whether it's like McCoy from 2011 the boy who loved potatoes oh. he um lived at I think he lived at Western Heights in uh-huh. Ridgebrook but he one day helped us plant potatoes just because he walked through here from the Boys and Girls Club. It, the Wesley House used to be the Boys and Girls Club. So the just the farm is in a public park. Yes. So there are a few communities around it where people regularly go through. Yeah, so they, they would take a shortcut through Beardsley Farm property. And this boy was so cute. Like, he had these glasses <laughs> on. He was, um, I think he was four years old. And he oh would gosh. come in with either his mom or his dad. And he just wanted to help and, like, and so we were like, we're going to plant potatoes with him. <laughs> so we planted potatoes. And ever since then, um, or after that day, he would just check up on the potatoes. And he Aww. would, like, look at them. He's like, whoa! Like, you know, with this excitement. Right. Like, just watching the potatoes grow. And then the day came when we harvested them. Oh, my and gosh. So we're just like, we have to harvest potatoes with McCoy. You know. <laughs> and then, like, there's this other woman who got married at the farm. Um, she called... And said, I don't know if you know this, but the farm changed my life. I was addicted to drugs, and it was a really rough time, but I started helping out at Beardsley Farm. just gave me goosebumps. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, we're closed on the weekends. It's a public park. Get married here. You know, you you do do what you... You know, so I... It was just... We had no idea. Wow. You know, and and we're teaching people every day about how to to grow their own plants um, or to grow their own food. Uh, you know, some not everyone's gonna do it, um, but some people will. 
And not everyone likes to garden, but mm-hmm. everyone needs to eat. Uh, <laughs> and it gives people it, does, it gives people so, awareness, even if they're not actively farming and gardening. I exactly. feel like it gives people a m- much different perspective on food and how it's produced. I know Knoxville and Tennessee, there is a lot of pride in locality, in mm-hmm. you know, in in really knowing your farmer and knowing who's brewing your beer and who's making <laughs> right. your coffee. Um, but not everywhere is like that, and it's. I think it's something that's really been lost in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. We actually were recently named the Maker City. The Maker City. Yeah, because because of that pride, you know. Wow, yeah, that's so beautiful. I love Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's incredible. That's fantastic. Yeah. I do want to talk a little bit about the Community Action Committee because yes. we we touched on that at the very beginning, but. Um, so the Community Action Committee is our host agency. Uh, well, we are CAC Beardsley Community Farm, and the CAC is a government government funded, and there are a, a variety of programs within the CAC, including Beardsley Farm, but we also have like the Office on Aging, um, which um, houses mobile meals. Um, there's you know things like. Pause with placing animals with seniors. There's Project Live, which helps um, seniors with like housework. Mm -hmm. There's weatherization. There's there's Head Start. So the mission of the CAC is helping people changing lives. Um, So I think CAC is um, doing a better job of breaking down the silos. So Mm. you know we partner with um, Mobile Meals now. You know we donate all the produce grown. at the farm to local hunger relief organizations, but um, we're really trying to, Mobile Meals is located right next door, so we'll wheel over wheelbarrows of squash and tomatoes. Oh my gosh, I remember bringing hundreds of pounds of tomatoes over there in the summer. Yeah. And having the, what's her name? I forget her name, but the woman who organizes everything. Gina? Yeah. Yeah. Gina? Yeah. Yeah. She, she was like, oh, everyone was so happy that each got, like, half of a fresh right, tomato from right. the farm. Like, how often, it, like, it, it tastes different and people notice. And, like, knowing that it's from, you know, a stone's throw away from where it's being packaged and sent mm-hmm. out is is incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. It's, it's the difference um, in quality is, is awesome. And it helps, you know, it's when we can give to mobile meals it helps them give too mm-hmm. um they can save on their food costs they can buy higher quality ingredients so it really does make a a difference you know moving forward moving for them for, yeah you know um organizations partnering together and it's a beautiful yeah. thing it's a beautiful thing well that's awesome and i'm so happy to be here with you because the farm has really transformed and and I'd like you to talk a little bit more about the strategic partnerships like the building we're in (laughs) yeah so the the farm has come a long way um we first began on a half acre um of property that used to be the Beardsley Junior High School Um, (laughs) crazy that's where Beardsley gets its name it's from the junior high school and the junior high school got its name from the first african-american school board member um so a few people i didn't know that yeah. i only knew as far back yeah. as the the junior high. yeah That's and then awesome. before that this area was knoxville college farm so you know right. this this land was farmed you know over 100 years ago um and a few people uh, gail harris was working at cac i forget her exact title but she was on the food policy council 
and she, with a group of others, um, had an idea to start Beardsley Community Farm in a f- what was a food desert, a place without access to fresh produce within a mile. Um, so the farm was started to address a need in the community, um, and that year we received a grant to convert the grounds into a farm, um, and I think it was really daunting uh, mm. to get that started. The soil was clay. really rough. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. Um, in the first year, everything was planted in baby pools. <laughs> oh my gosh, I remember seeing those pictures. Yes, as an example of container gardening. Right, because um, they just couldn't get into the soil, right? Mm-hmm. That Tennessee clay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and j- I guess just over time, things, sometimes you, you don't really see the change when, mm-hmm. you're, when you're in it. But then we just keep going. Like we have to, we keep going, we keep watering, we keep planting we keep meeting people and then new partnerships are formed and then you don't realize that it's it's happening but then and then you like stop and like look at the past year or the past two years and incredible things happen yeah Um, during the course of my term uh beardsley was partnered with the university of tennessee architecture program and they had an entire educational center built adjacent or on the farm's property actually and it was, wasn't it on an old basketball court or something like uh, this that? Is, we are, right now we're in the Beardsley Farm Education Center and it's on the former tennis courts. That tennis did, courts. That, yeah, it didn't get used. The basketball courts uh, remain because they get used like daily. Every day, yeah. <laughs> um, but getting uh, u- the university involved was really the Beardsley Farm way because we do rely on a on community partnerships but also a shoestring budget and to mm-hmm. get it made and constructed um with free volunteer help and to make it an educational experience was really like the only way we could could possibly have and I wouldn't change it for anything because like these architecture students learned so much like they were the masons they were designed the cabinets they attended our the festivals they attended our work days they really like they were committed to Beardsley yeah they they took inventory of all of our all of our things just to say <laughs> that everything could have a spot um and we've received a lot of national attention regional attention we've received a lot of awards lot for of the building awards yeah that's amazing like all the bricks were donated um they were donated from uh general Cheryl bricks and made with tennessee clay wow so people talk about food miles but when buildings have miles too right where you're getting um, your materials right. And we have, um, so the, the bricks are made locally, uh, and then it was um, constructed with local help. <laughs> local and then, hands. Yeah, and then the, the ba- we have like a, a bamboo facade like uh, that surrounds, we have bamboo that's attached to the, the fencing because, to keep it secure, but it's really beautiful, and the yeah. bamboo is locally harvested, and it's something that we're able to um, maintain if something happens to it so perfect so my last thing that I would like to ask you is for people who are interested in creating a community garden or a community farm or or sharing with their neighbors and and gardening like what would you recommend they start with like where do you start when you like do you learn everything about planting and everything or you just jump in or you know for what would you recommend? I know this nonprofit is a much bigger project and has a lot of moving parts, but on a smaller scale, to, to have community agriculture be 
more popular and more common. So are you asking for like a community who wants to start this or someone who wants to start gardening? Either one. Okay. I think like I can answer both. Um, if, if it's on a personal level and someone is interested in gardening, I would recommend uh, being realistic um, right. and to know that it's the garden won't um, it, it will let's see well it, it can take care of itself mm-hmm. but it, there is an initial effort but gardens need people it's not right like it doesn't work without the person <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really kind of no it makes sense though like but, you have to actively be involved right. in it but you it's not so labor intensive like right. depending on the scale you want to do it in it's not going to take up all of your time, but you do right. have to be present with it. Right. You don't want to overwhelm and get burnt out. So whether it's just like container gardening, like a couple of containers and one raised bed or, you know, start small. Mm-hmm. Um, don't overwhelm yourself. I think container gardening is a really good suggestion mm-hmm. because some people don't even have land, you know, or right. any property to do that on. So to be able to have a pot or a garden box with some herbs or some, yeah. you know, things that they can share with their neighbors. Yeah. It's, it's a good place. So, yes, um, plan and yes, dive in and be realistic too because it's, I think it's like any habit that you start. It's, right. um, it's, it takes time for it to be, become the norm. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very complex. I mean, that's one of the the beautiful things and also the very difficult things yeah. about farming is that you're going to learn so much and it's always going to be different right. and it's always going to be different. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you, you might feel like you're getting into a groove and then the weather completely, you know, shifts and changes right. and throws everything off. So it's a good way to, to have, um, appreciative non-attachment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, I, and then the other part of your question, if you're doing, if you're doing this, um, with a community, um, just make sure that there is a community to do it. You do know, it it's with, not yeah. just like a couple of people. Like there, there needs to be a need, and it takes a village, like you said. Um, and like I said, with a personal garden, you don't want to be overwhelmed. So um, you want to take turns. You you mm-hmm. need to even so that it's not just the burden of one person. And you know who, and think about. Um, who's going to be working in it, Who? how is the food going to be used. Um, right. Do people need to learn how to use the food? Right, right. <laughs> and again, start small. Um, yeah. Don't overwhelm. Awesome. Well, so. thank you so much, Con. Do you have anything else you'd like to share before we wrap it up? I don't know. <laughs> um, probably. <laughs> it's okay. We can do another one next time okay. I come through. <laughs> Yeah, just thank you for um, thinking of, of me, and it's really um, inspiring to see what you're about to do and, like, the ch- lives that you're changing, and you're just, like, one example of um, the ripple effect. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I know you're, you're you're another agent of change, so. That was birthed out of Beardsley. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this past Monday, um, Robert and I did our first workshop on this grand journey at Beardsley and it, it felt it just it felt amazing to be here and to be giving back to this community that gave me so much you know that really pushed me in this direction wholeheartedly so did anything surprise you during your year of service <laughs> uh did anything surprise me on the spot on your own show yeah 
Well, what definitely surprised me initially was how hot it gets in August in Tennessee mm-hmm. and how how tiring harvesting tomatoes can be. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, and the smell oh. of a rotting tomato. Oops. Oh, yeah. That, I don't know if that was too surprising. I think what surprised me the most was how many people are unaware of where their food comes from and yeah. how disconnected people are from the earth mm-hmm. and and how that changes them. And I mean, that's what this podcast, this whole, like my whole mission on this podcast is really about is to help reconnect people to the earth through food because mm-hmm. that's the ultimate healing. You know, when we, when the further we get from the earth, the more prone to disease we are because we're not working with what's natural. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you. Good yeah. question. Awesome. Well, thanks, Maya. <laughs> thank you so much, Khan. This was Khan Chove, everyone, Director of Urban Agriculture at CAC Beardsley Community Farm. If you are ever in Knoxville, please come by the farm. It is a beautiful and magical and educational place. And as Khan said, they always need hands. Um, so I will post how to get in touch with them or how to donate to their wonderful cause and mission and yeah i hope everyone enjoyed this and has a wonderful day week month year life